Welcome to The Connection. A podcast to connect you to the parish of Yates and Froomside Benefice. My name is Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you the connection between faith and everyday living. So on this episode of The Connection, we have another interview from On the Sofa at Magnify. Julia from Froomside, why do you interview people on the sofa at Magnify? Well, everyone that knows me knows I like chatting informally with a cup of tea. And so On the Sofa has really taken off and it's become quite popular at Magnify because all we're doing is chatting to somebody on the sofa very informally about their life. And about their faith as well. About their faith, importantly, yes. So who else, who have you had on Magnify over the last year or so then? We've had the PCC officer from uh, Froomside. We've had lots of lay people. Uh, We've had ordained people, not giving any names. And uh, people that are involved with children's work. Um, Oh no, all sorts of different people. So it's about interviewing ordinary Christian people about their life in an informal way. So that's what we're going to hear this month from On The Sofa at Magnify. So this evening, um, I welcome George Nunt to the sofa, a local thespian with the Winterbourne... That's a pearl's word for you. Okay, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, With the Winterbourne... um, I think I got the right one. It's the Winterbourne Amateur Dramatic Society. Musical theatre. A musical theatre, right. And a popular personality uh, within St Michael's Church Mm, and the community. Yes, yeah. Okay, right, okay. So, George, have you always lived in Winterbourne? No, I think we... Been looking through, I think we moved to Winterbourne about 11 years ago or so. Right. So, um, well, originally I was born in Bromley in Kent, yeah. um, and then yeah, lived there for, for a year or so, but then moved to Rotherham shortly after. So, I lived, lived in Rotherham for about five or six years or so, mm. and unfortunately, my love for Rotherham United um, remained ever since. So, I'm <laughs> an avid Rotherham United fan. But today's a good day to, to say that I'm a Rotherham United fan because we're top of the league at the moment. So, that's, um, okay. it's not very often I can say that. <laughs> that's good. Um, yeah, and then I moved down to Wimborne um, in, on the south coast and lived there sort of through my school years pretty much and then uh, till going to university. So yeah, I lived in Wimborne for about 15 years or so. My parents are still there. And then um, yeah, went to university at Exeter University and that's where I met Becky. Right. And then um, yeah, did an MSc at Bristol University for one year. And then I thought, well, yeah, we moved in together sh- shortly after that. And then uh, yeah, I lived near Wokingham for a while for probably four or five years or so and then yeah moved to moved to Winterbourne so and you've been there ever since yeah I suppose so yeah so moved around a little bit but really feel that yeah Winterbourne's home now having been here for so right. long and yeah being part of different communities and yeah um yeah got to know lots of different people do you like Bristol yeah I really like Bristol yes and having good memories when I was a student as well for mm-hmm. for a time and I think yeah what was the draw of wanting to come here I suppose my brother and his family were here and so that was I guess a bit of assurance, I suppose, coming coming to a new place. But just really like the city as well, and the fact it's it's like a nice big city, but it's got its own identity as well. I thought, mm. and it's you just sort of feel as though it's got got something going about Bristol. And I guess I didn't. And coming to Winterbourne on the outskirts, it's sort of a bit different in Winterbourne as well, isn't it? It's not it's not quite Bristol, yes. but it has, it has a right. slight sort of rural feel. Mm. But it's the fact that it's only what 10, 15 minutes on the bus or in the car or whatever to get in. I think we're very lucky here being on. 
you know, having that difference and being able to have that, that city life, but also being, um, you know, in the countryside as well. It's do you actually work in Bristol? Yes, I do, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's convenient then. So I have a range of either cycle to work or get the bus or get the train or sometimes drive. So there's yeah, right. lots of different options. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> right, so if we begin with your um, amateur musical yes. work. I use it like that, and you can describe it to us what you actually do and how you got interested in that in the first place. Yeah, well, I guess I came into it by accident, really, more than right. more, more than anything. So about five or six years ago, I think someone that we knew oh, was yeah. was part of the musical theatre group, and they asked Becky if she wanted to join, right. and she said no way, and she said, but my husband will do it. We <laughs> 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 did. So, yeah, exactly. So I went from. Yeah, not having done any, any of that sort of stuff before, not having sung or, th- you know, thought I couldn't sing whatsoever, to suddenly being sort of forced into this well, She must this, have seen some potential whole... in you. Well, I don't know. She just <laughs> to her. So actually, the very first show that I did, um, I just didn't sing a word. I was up on stage, yeah, yeah. and I just so wasn't confident at all in, in singing, and I was just, I just literally mouthed the words through every, every single piece. But then the second one that we did, for some reason, I, I auditioned for a part, and I, and I got it, so I had to suddenly sort of go through and sort of break through that wall, if you like. And I've sort of gone through my whole life thinking I can't sing and haven't, I've been very <laughs> unconfident in that. And then suddenly, I think it just shows if you're forcing yourself to do something. That's a good point. You should never necessarily go through life thinking you can't do things mm. if you've never actually tried and pushed yourself to actually go through something as well. So I was, it was hard to go through it, I suppose, at the time. And, um, but yeah, I had good support around and it's, yeah, just enjoyed it ever since really. So oh, it's good to, good to push myself through that. What's the, can you consider, one of, I don't know if you can answer this question, but what's a favourite role that you've actually taken? Favourite role? I suppose, yeah, different, th- I think probably that first one that I did when what I was... was that? that? was, we did uh, excerpts from Les Mis. Oh, so I played, I played Javert for that one, who's, I don't know if you know Les Mis, but he's the, he's the nasty policeman. <laughs> so I've, I've got an opportunity to play, to play a villain. But I suppose just the, the best role, because that was the first one I was actually sung a solo and sort of wow. got out there, so I was incredibly nervous. <coughs> and then the other ones from that have just, yeah, I guess just been good fun and yeah, sort of enjoyed. But that was probably the m- so far the most memorable one. And then wearing a purple wig was another one. So that carries on all the time. That's a, an interest that you have. Yes, yeah, and yeah, Lucy Nelly come and uh, started joining, and then Becky's now joined as well, and she's right. usurped Got everyone, and she's <laughs> she's a musical director, and she's conducting everyone. So yes, yeah. <laughs> fantastic, it's lovely. Yeah. So it's a nice thing to do as a, as a family as well, I think, and it's, you know, it's, it's important to do things as a family and get those sort of working together on things, we can help each other out, I think that's... Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you about that, because obviously I've seen you with your family, every family, um, actually in St Michael's Church, Yeah. and actually you've done exceedingly well with ch- leading children's church. Oh. I've seen you several times in... Thank you. So, what is it special about um, being with a family in church? I think... Yeah, it's, it's nice. I think it's probably, um, I wouldn't put too much sort of bigness, if that's the right word, mm-hmm. on being with a family in church because some members of the family or different families and things would want to, you know, find, find different ways. If you, yeah. say, if you say it's really important for families to all, to all come to church as a whole, then um, that, can, that, you know, that can be difficult for, yes, for some course. families. So I think it's more, as a family, it's important to be able to, you know, respect each other, respect what different mm-hmm. people think. If some people want to go to church at different times or you know whatever they want to do but I think the important thing is as a family you're comfortable in in what each other believe and, and what each people think and important you're able to talk about it openly um, with each other as well so um, 
I think that's probably the most, so rather than sort of worshipping as a family, it's more having respect as a family for each mm. other and, and, you know, what people think and having those difficult discussions at times, but also having, you know, good discussions to actually, you know, tease out what people do actually think or what you don't think and everything's a journey, isn't it, in terms of, in terms of where you go. Um, but personally, I think I like, yeah, sort of just coming to church in terms of the, the space and the, and the proximity that I seem to get when I, when I come with coming to church and sort of being with God at you know that time. So I sort of like that, um, yeah, that sort of that feeling of closeness with God when when I come. Particularly St Michael's in such a nice nice church. It's um, yeah. Did I you actually that's... go to church when you were younger to Sunday school? Or... Yes, yeah. So I grew up in well mainly through through Wimborne, the Wimborne Minster there, which is a very big mm. church. Mm. So I was I was an acolyte and then eventually became the MC, so you sort of graduate up and I was carrying carrying the book around. And actually I always remember um, sort of as actors with many all the young people and uh, often used to go out on a on a Saturday night or something and then I think there's a few times you had to quickly get down to church that morning to be the acolyte and so on and a couple of times I fainted whilst holding the candle, which probably wasn't the best thing. Exactly. So uh, I was serious injuries. I was relieved with the holy water at that time. <laughs> that quickly poked me up. But then I actually had, I was fortunate enough when I was at Wimborne Minster, I, was, I think there were strong links with the Salisbury Diocese, with the Sudan. Yes. And um, I spent two weeks in the Sudan with someone else my age and a, and a young clergy person who's practicing mm. for the clergy. So went to Khartoum for two weeks on sort of a church. It wasn't a mission, but it was more sort of a get to know you and sort of make, yes. making links. Yeah. And so that was very eye-opening, I suppose, and um, rewarding at the same time, sort of seeing church and Christianity just practiced in a, in a completely different way but at the same time realising that in a very very different culture and there was some terrible times happening there at the time particularly the civil war in the south and we're in Khartoum in the north but just how actually how normal people are and everyday problems and issues that people have was very very similar to um, you know the kind of stuff that, that you'd have in the UK as well so very very different cultures but actually the human nature was, was very very similar. Is that what interests you about, well, God and faith, those things outside of the church and the community and the world? I think so, yeah, particularly, yeah, sort of the social side of things and people and mm. I guess things on the humanitarian side and more on the global scale, I suppose, and, and I think it's really important as a Christian community or just a, a religious community, you know, outside, you know cross, cross religions and so on, mm. that there's real, real importance for unity and people standing together and just acting out everyone's faith for the for the um, for the common good whether it's climate change humanitarian issues um you know, whatever it might be it's just religion should shouldn't get in the way of that but it should be a i guess a vehicle for um doing the right thing and, and doing good things rather than some of the terrible things that you see in the world it's yeah, um, yeah. so how would you describe your faith gosh you did ask me that one. I think I probably prepared something. <laughs> it is a um, tricky one. I've got left it right to the end. Yeah, I think to be, if I'm honest, that's probably one of the reasons I was not reluctant to come on the sofa. But I think it's probably it's yeah, it's a difficult question to answer because it's I guess what you believe is a, is a bit of a journey anyway throughout throughout mm -hmm. life. I think I feel, if I'm honest, I feel a lot closer to when I sort of pray. I often pray to pray to God, and I sort of see that that God is a is a creator and as a and someone that I'm close to is I feel I have much more sort of affinity with that and I sort of feel in terms of multi-religions and, and aspects like that actually if you, 
have closeness with God, then it's easier to see how other religions can be sort of accepted and, and adopted as well in, in that respect. Oh. And otherwise, yeah, there's so much sort of this religion is better than that religion and so on. And it's mm, to have some kind of equity across across the world in that in that way is that's is important. Conflict right yeah. is, isn't it really? Exactly. Yes. And everyone's working, you know, for the for the common good. And yes. The same principles apply. So finally, uh, the theme of this evening is patience. Yes. So would you see yourself as a patient person? You better ask my family. Yes. Yeah, they say yes. <laughs> so how would you put that into practice then? They see you as patient. Yeah. I see you as a patient person. I don't know. I was, well, I was thinking about I think sort of patience, in my view, is it's more of a state of mind rather than a sort of things that, that, that you need to do. And almost I'm more patient when I am... Um, you know, less stressed, less nervous, less busy about things. And so patience is more, I was trying to think, it's like a way of life and it's easier to be patient when you have less less issues and, and you're less busy with things. And also sometimes if you're particularly excited about something then you might be less, might be impatient to try and get, you know, get, get something done as well. So yes. I think having, and again, it sort of links back to going to church and proximity with God, if you can create that space and that time and, and having some bit of time to reflect and it's a lot easier to be to be patient and then for others to be to be patient in, in return as well or vice versa you know if other people are being patient it's easier to be patient back as well <laughs> and it's sort of it can be a, you know, a positive thing and yeah yes you correct and you sort of create a something around you don't you really yes. I think that's what I think we've seen yeah. in you George right. <laughs> you create a calmness <laughs> around you and I, I would think um We've used that. Pa- patience is a difficult word, isn't it, really? Yes, yeah. But um, I think you said it about it, sort of calm and, and being understanding with other people as well, understanding mm. with other religions as well. Yes, yeah. And uh, not finding a difficulty mm. with dealing with people like that. Because, yeah. you know, we've, if we're outreaching to the community, which we're obviously we're thinking of, well, we're doing that now, aren't we? Mm. We want to do that more so. Yeah. Um, it, it reaching the young people close as yourself well. Off yeah. Yes, that's right. So, is there anything else you want to say before we finish? No, I don't think so. Well, thank you so much for all right, uh, no problem at all. being willing to talk with me this evening. Yeah, okay. Thank you so much.